Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Are you guys ready for summer? Because I was saying the other day to you that summer's around the corner. And I wanted to record this episode because I thought, you know, what are some things that I do in the summertime to help me have a really productive summer where I don't drop the ball and just go on vacation mode and I still show up for my business? Especially when the kids are home, you know, as a mama, it's a lot harder to get things done. There's a lot more distractions. And also there's a lot more mom guilt. There's times where you want to go and like have some fun, but you're thinking about the work that you need to do. And so I wanted to share what I do right before summer starts and then also during summer because I'm one of those people that I love to enjoy summer. I love to spend time with my kids and go out, go and have brunch somewhere, go to the beach. It's not like that every single day, but we do tend to do a lot. We have some trips happening as well and they're back to back. There's a trip of some sort for our family. And so I'm going to be super busy, not only in the trips, but prepping for the trips. And then on the other days, just summer break for the kids doing stuff here. And I really like to enjoy those times. And the reason is because a lot long time ago, I remember hearing this thing that completely changed my view on how I would look at summer break. I have always enjoyed having the kids home, but there were times that I do remember going, oh man, the kids are going to be home. So I would feel like a little bit of extra stress thinking about my routine and how I was going to do my work and how I was going to entertain them. And for whatever reason, this used to happen to me back then too. I got a lot better with it. I have my moments now. I think that every single mom is always at some point or another going to experience mom guilt. That's just, I think it's just ingrained in us. It shouldn't be there because we shouldn't feel guilty unless we do something that we should feel guilty for. But you know that mom guilt when you're like feeling like you have to entertain your kids 100% of the time? I had to learn that it was okay that my kids can entertain themselves. There's times where I'm like, I got things to do. And back then I used to feel guilty like, I have things to do, but the kids are home. I should be playing with them. I should be doing something. And you know, that's actually not true. I think we look at society and society, all kinds of opinions make us feel like we have to do things a certain way. But I remember growing up and my favorite time as a kid was just hanging out in my room, organizing my room, going through my books, journaling, writing poems. I remember I used to write poems all the time. I got rid of them and I regret getting rid of them when we moved to Hawaii. But I remember writing poems all the time, reading books, like being by myself. Those are like my most memorable moments that I think back as a kid when I wasn't doing anything. And so the mom guilt, I had to go, okay, that's not a thing. Let it go. They're fine. They don't need to be entertained 100% of the time. But I do like to go and hang out with them and do things for summer break. And so back a few years ago, I used to think like, okay, the kids are going to be home and I have all this work. And I did feel a little stress about how I was going to have to change my routine and all that. But I realized that number one, our routines that we make, they do change. Your routine doesn't have to be 
And it will not be the same every single day of every single moment of your life because things happen in your life and you have to be okay with shifting and changing some things in your routine to fit whatever happens. Because if you're so stuck on a routine, you're going to constantly feel that stress when things change, when summer break comes or spring break comes and you have your kids at home. And if you don't know how to push through and continue to show up for your work, continue to show up for yourself, for your self-care, time alone for yourself, if you don't know how to find those moments, it's going to be hard. It's going to be stressful and you're going to feel like everything goes out the window and you're going to be stuck. And that's when you're going to experience procrastination. You're going to fall back on a lot of projects. You're not going to get anything done. And it's not because, oh, the kids are home now and I can't. No, it's just that you have to have a different routine. And so my routine is different during summer. It's not the same as when they're in school. Nothing about it, really. There's like a few things maybe, but almost everything changes because they're home. And so I did create a different type of routine. And I also, most importantly, changed my mindset around it. Just understand that this is life. I have my kids. I should enjoy it. But going back to the thing that I told you I heard a long time ago that changed how I viewed summer break or spring break or any time that things changed, I heard this quote and I can't remember where it came from, but they said something along the lines of, we only have our kids home for 18 summers. Okay. 18 summers. And that might actually even be 17 because if your kids are turning 18 and leaving the house, you don't even have that summer, you know? And so... When I thought about that, I was like, damn, that's not a long time. 18 summers is not a long time. And if we don't enjoy those, they're going to be gone. You know, I've been lucky that my oldest daughter hasn't moved out. She's 21 and she lives here. So I'm excited because it does make our family have a lot more fun when we're all together. And I love having her home. But I know that one day she's going to move out. And then I have my other daughter who's also going to grow up and she's going to want to move out and start her life. And I think about they're not going to be here. And then it's going to be me and my husband, which is great. We're going to have all this time to do all kinds of stuff. But we also like the time we spend with the kids. You know, we like having our kids home. And so that really helped me take a look at when things change. And I feel like, okay, I have all this stuff that I need to do. I have the rest of my life that I can focus on the things that I do and have 100% silence and quiet moments. And in those days, I guarantee you, I'm going to look back at these days and I'm going to miss having the interruptions. I'm going to miss having the kids home to go and hang out with. And so it really did change the way that I looked at summer because I know even though I didn't have a big problem with my kids being home, I would just change my routine and change the way that I did things so that I can get my work done. I've worked with moms who did feel stress, you know, who did feel like, man, like the kids are going to be home. And it was like this big stressful situation. And these are some of the things that we talk about, like it's fine. We just have to switch the routine. We have to change how you do things and understand that this is normal. And you will probably have to do this with so many other things that are going to change in life because life doesn't stay the same. So we have to learn how to pivot and change or we're going to be left stressed out, not knowing what to do and how to get things done. So because summer break is around the corner, I wanted to give you two things that I do that completely changed the game for me. And honestly, like I even do these things now because I like to have time where I'm not always working. And these things really help me get more of that time off. 
so that I can do things even if I'm by myself, so that I can read a book and not be stressing about work, so that I can go out and go hang out or lay out at the beach and not be stressing about work. We can do so much when we focus on these two things and also just being mindful of how we're using our time. And so the first thing that I want to share with you is to batch your content. No matter where you're at, whether you are recording content for social media, you want to batch it. Whether you are recording for podcast episodes, which is something that I do, I take a look at my schedule and I go, okay, so for example, this summer, I'm already batching content for the summer so that I'm not stressing out about recording my podcast episodes when I'm trying to figure out my packing for our trip or I'm on vacation because I'm not going to be working on vacation. And so batching the content and getting ready when summer break is coming, that alone is going to just take away so much stress from you because your work is done. So I would totally encourage you to sit down, batch some content so that you are prepared. That means writing out your captions. That means recording your episodes. That means writing out your blogs. And if you can pre-schedule them, just pre-schedule them and have it done. I know on social media, it's not recommended to pre-schedule your work because it messes up with how much is going to be seen, which right now nothing's being seen anyway. So does it really matter? But I would at least have your captions written out and have your photos, your carousels, your reels, have all that ready. So that way it takes two seconds for you to just come in, post them, have your hashtags that you're going to use ready and post it and then it's done. And so what I like to do is I record my podcast episodes and I pre-schedule them so they go up and I don't even have to be in the podcast. They're already automatically uploaded, which is a dream. It is like any entrepreneur's dream when you can pre-schedule things and it just have it magically appear. Oh, it's the best. But anyways, so that is my tip number one that I'm going to give you is batch, batch, batch. Okay. And I know you're probably like, okay, Jeanette, well, how am I going to find the time or when do I do this? That leads me to tip number two, which is time blocking. I don't know if you've never tried time blocking, but friend, it is going to become your best friend. Let me just say that it is going to become your best friend. It doesn't matter if you do it during summer, during your regular, normal working hours throughout the year. I totally encourage you to implement time blocking into your schedule all the time. What I tend to do is I designate certain days for certain things that take up most of my day. So podcasting, for example, I have a couple of days a week where I focus on podcasting. That is when I record my episodes. That is when I work on the show notes. That is when I do everything that has to do with podcasting. I just focus on most of it those two days. The rest of the days is things like my blog, things like social media, which if you listen to the last episode, isn't really a big thing for me. I don't spend a lot of time planning my social media marketing just because of how social media is right now. I just found it as a business owner and as a business strategy to be a complete waste of my time when I could just be focusing that time in other areas that are going to grow organically and a lot faster. And so that's just a decision that I made. But I spend my other days doing other things. And when I have extra time, I do more podcasting. Or you'll also see in my calendar that I have my calls that I do. So my one-on-one coaching, group coaching, whatever I'm doing, if I am running a workshop, that is already planned out in my calendar so that I know this is when I'm showing up at this time. When you don't have it planned out, it becomes a mess. And so what I do, once I have those things, right, those are the non-negotiables, those things have to get done. They're in my calendar, permanently in there. What I do after that is I time block 
so that I can create my content. So if I'm going to go, okay, summer's coming, I need to batch some content, I will time block it. If I don't time block it, it's probably not going to get done as much as I want. And I'm going to be like, oh God, I have an hour. Let me rush to do this. And when you're rushing to do things, it's not the same. So I'll look at my schedule and go, okay, so from 9 a.m. to about 11, 11.30 before the kids are going to have lunch and stuff, you know, I have those couple hours to sit down and I'm going to batch some content. So I will sit there and I will make a block in my schedule. Okay, now I use a paper planner. If you use your calendar on your phone or your computer, you can do that as well. Just block it. And you have to get used to looking at your planner, every single day. Like you have to have somewhere that you go to and your day is there so that you're not even questioning it. That is what the planner is for. So I sit down, I look at my planner and I go, okay, from this time to this time, I'm doing this. From this time to this time, I'm working out. And then I scheduled two and a half hours to do this content. And I sit down and I knock it out, you guys. There is no question, there is no hesitation because I already have it time blocked on my planner. And I do that for the entire week. And then usually on Sundays, I do the next week. Usually I know what calls I have, what meetings I have, what workshops I'm running and when I need to show up to those. So everything that is permanent, like the things that I have to do, they're already on my calendar because I plan ahead. Then I just look at the gaps and go, okay, where are my gaps at? There's always gaps. You just have to sit down and look at your planner. So I'm not sitting down from eight to five doing calls with people. I'm just not doing that. I would never do that just because calls are very draining. And so I spread them out. But I look at my calendar and I go, okay, I have a gap here in the morning and I have a gap in the afternoon in between things. And I just plan it. I put a block there and I write like a small little note of what I'm actually going to be working in that block. And I already have ideas of like, okay, what are you going to be recording? What reels are you going to be making? What captions do you need to write? What blog do you need to write? What podcast episode do you need to record and write show notes for? What, you know, everything. And then I sit down. That's my time block to do it. And I knock it out. You would be surprised how much work you can get done in a two hour time block, even if you have an hour and a half. Sometimes, rarely, but sometimes I'll have like an hour that I can go and sit down and work on some things. But most of the time I've noticed I have like an hour and a half to two and a half hours in between things that I'm able to knock things out. When my day runs like that, I finish the day and most of the time I'm done pretty early because I don't work in the evenings. Most of the time I look back and I'm like, wow, I had a really productive day and I got a lot done. So I'm going to encourage you to try those two things. Start batching your content now, getting ready for summer, and also find gaps in your days of time blocking. That also means that as much as I want to go and be at the beach every day and hang out with my kids and do something fun every day, that also means that I'm going to sit down and look at my planner and go, okay, what days am I going to do that? Those go in there too. I plan ahead and I go, okay, I'll work this day. We'll go out and do something Tuesday. Wednesday will do this and then in the morning I'll do this. You can plan all of this stuff and it could run smoothly instead of you waking up on a Monday going, oh, mom guilt just hit because I want to work, but the kids probably want to go do something and now you feel guilty and then you don't get nothing done. 
and also communicate with your kids. I tell my kids, hey, so I have some work stuff that I got to do, but after I'm done, we're going to do this. Or hey, we're not going to do anything today. We're just going to hang out here at the house because mommy has some work stuff to do. But tomorrow we're going to go to the beach. So they're pretty cool and easygoing. The kids don't need to be doing something every single day. And they also have their own things that they like to do. They have books that they want to read. They have little crafts that they want to do. They hang out with each other. Like they find things to do at home as well. So start implementing those two things immediately and see how productive of a day you're going to have. And I promise you, you're probably going to keep this routine going even after your kids go back to school. All right, friend, I hope you found that helpful. If you need help and you want to jump on a call with me, remember, I do coaching calls as well. So get on a call and I would love to help create your routine if you're struggling with that. So check out the show notes. There's an application in there that you can apply for coaching. And I'm excited to hear how this works for you. So make sure you send me a message and let me know. All right. Have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.